0: Welcome to our Soul Intention Podcast, where we are intuitively guided with messages and purpose healing your mind, body, and spirit. Please join us where our Soul Intention is for you to hear the messages and guidance intended for you. Here we go. Hello, Soul Family. Welcome to another episode of our Soul Intention Podcast. Um, we're so happy that you're still here with us and um, moving along with our journey of what you need to hear. And Gail, are you there?
1: I'm here, Melissa. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited to see what card we pick today and what messages our listeners have to hear.
0: I know, know what we get to talk about. And I'm going to use a different deck today, Gail. Is that okay with you? Perfect. I thought since we normally are using Oracle decks, I like to switch it up a little bit. So I thought I would do, I'm really connected to my light seers cards, this beautiful deck, and they have the most beautiful pictures. And of course, the meanings behind the tarot is fine, but um, I really try to go by the pictures of what the messages are telling me so that you can hear. So I'm going to do that and then um, pull out maybe a couple of tea leaves if we need it. Does that sound wonderful?
1: Sounds good.
0: Okay, here we go. Let's see what we have. It'll be exciting. Ooh, that just popped out. Oh, we got two. That just popped right out, Gail. I like it when they do that. My guides are with me. Let me just pull um, a few of the tea leaves to see what we need to talk about. One. Oh, there's a few that just came out. Need that one too. Okay. All right. So we have a few here. Okay. So our first card that we got is, oh, the Seven of Cups. So the seven of cups is about choices. So um, I'll see what the second card. So this is choices about. And then we also got the ace of swords. These are the most beautiful cards. We really are going to have to start videoing these so we can show the <laughs> listeners these pictures. Um, so let me kind of go over those and then I'll, I'll go back to the tea leaf. Um, so the seven of cups is a picture of a man kind of at a beach and there's seven cups, but they're upside down and they almost look like bowls. And or little huts on the beach. And there's different elements. You've got, he's he's trying to make a decision. He's like, do I choose this one? Do I choose that one? Some have, there's a snake coming out of one. This one looks like a dragon's wing. There's water flowing out of, of another one. There's ladders on how to get out of something. So there's all these different elements of decisions that obviously that we all make, and it's always hard to make a decision. The second card is the Ace of Swords. Now the Ace of Swords, especially in this card, um, it's a woman and her her head, like where her hair is, it almost looks like on the side, it's in a bun, but it's a staircase that spirals around, almost like that nautical shell, again, which Mm -hmm. is interesting that we've done in another reading. So that not all about expansion. And then in the middle... Um, it scrolls down into it, and then light is coming out of the middle. So it's really about expansion, right? Tapping into really your conscious mind. But when you put the two cards together, it's really about your in, trusting your intuition when you're making choices in life, right? So let me let me just pull the um, the tea leaves. So. The first one we have is the cup which is you should accept valid criticism that's actually a really good point we can talk about that like when you're trying to make decisions and if we hear something or of or of what we think of ourselves or somebody's giving us advice that we ask for we have to be open minded and listen to what they have to say to use in our decision making Um, secret admirer, which is the vase, which means in love. These are decisions in love as well as in life, money and prosperity. So that's another one, which is the boat, which is traveling. Things are coming to you. So when you have decisions about money, which is pretty much everything in life, love, business, Mm -hmm. um, et cetera. But also we have the horseshoe, which is good luck and the teapot, which is problems to be resolved. So in my head, what I'm hearing is we really need to talk about decisions um, or or making like what our choices and making decisions on things of how to tap into our conscious mind versus our subconscious belief system, what maybe what would hold us back so we can actually walk down that staircase freely and really go through that path. But also what are the, the ways to resolve the issues with making those decisions How to accept any, even if you make a choice that maybe isn't the best choice for you, but maybe how we're hard on ourselves with those decisions and we have to go down our path and trust in your intuition. Don't you think something like that? I feel like that's what I'm hearing. What are you hearing?
1: I agree. I think it's about the choices we make, how we make those choices, how we make those decisions we need to make and What happens after we make those decisions and how we feel after we make those decisions? Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the self-doubt that comes in subconsciously when we're having to make a decision, it's like, oh, I want to do this, but there's that little subconscious because we're not tapped into our conscious, we're tapped into the subconscious, Mm -hmm. which always comes up first because that's why it's so hard to make a decision because of your past experiences. What's, What's that going to bring to you? And
1: we don't feel confident about it. We, um, again, it's about being a little disconnected from yourself that you don't feel confident making those decisions. Mm -hmm. And then you start finding yourself, "Mm, did I do the right thing? And then you worry, and then you get, and you have start to have anxiety over it. Mm -hmm. And there's this whole road that you go down when you're not feeling confident when you make these decisions, and then which can turn into regret. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's, let's dive into this. One. I
0: kind of like that. And and it also makes me think of, you know, when you talk about a cellular level of your body, that when we have all these experiences from our past, when which is affects our decision making, it's, it's literally a part of you. That's why we do affirmations to try to get rid of on a cellular level, the things that I don't want to say making us sick, but just mentally, physically, spiritually that hold us back because of the damage that it's done. Right. And then our subconscious Mm -hmm. pulls that in and really trying to separate what's my intuition versus what is my brain telling me versus what is my body telling me? Because you want, when you're making a decision, you really want to know what is my gut telling me and, and trust in that and especially looking at this beautiful card where it's just that staircase of going through that path. And then it opens up your conscious mind. It's like this bright light out of her, the middle of her mind. And she's got her eyes closed where she's just tapped in, she's so in Mm -hmm. there. And so if you can follow that to make the decisions where you're not questioning, I think we always question, like, should I do this or should I do that? Or if you have a whole bunch of opportunities in front of you, which one's going to be best for you? Well, what makes you feel good? If you said each one, right, what does it make you feel like? If you get a pit in your stomach, that's telling you you probably shouldn't be doing that.
1: It does. But I think so many times we feel so disconnected that we do get that pit in our stomach even if it is the right thing that we're supposed to be doing because of maybe our past, you know, choices that we've made. You know, you go through that little period of like, okay, I really want to do this and I'm going to make this decision. And then you're like, oh, shoot. Like, did I do that? Do I Did I do the right thing? And then it, then you start finding yourself calling people or reaching out to other people for their opinion because you don't trust yourself. Which is not thing to do. Which is not the thing to do. And self-doubt gets all up in those feelings uh, that you're having. And then you start to go, "Mm, I don't think I did the right thing. And then you start maybe going back and forth, back and forth, Mm flip-flopping. Well, maybe I should have did this versus this. But Mm -hmm. when you are totally connected to yourself and you're tapping into all the right places within You can confidently say, this is my decision and I'm okay with the outcome. You're detaching yourself from the outcome of that decision that you are making because Mm -hmm. you're so aware of, of who you are Mm
0: -hmm. and you stand in your truth and in what you decide. Because what you just said, which was interesting. And I like what you just said is that you are detached from the outcome. You're making the decision, not the decision because it's going to do this or the decision because this is what's going to happen. You're making the decision because you feel that it's the right decision, no matter what the outcome is. Of course, we hope for the best. But if it doesn't go the direction that you want it to, it's okay. then you have to make another choice. So let me ask you a question. So if you are a person that doesn't know how to trust their intuition. So we might have different viewpoints here. Mm-hmm. So i be interested. How do you help someone say, okay, if this happens and you get that feeling or you get the, your nervous system, or what, what do you think the signs are to tell someone how to tap into that intuition, to know that that decision is the decision you want to make? Are you ready? Are you, you're so ready to, to answer this question. And I love it.
1: I think part of it, part of it is you, uh, you have some of this perfectionism syndrome because you want to make the perfect choice, the perfect decision. And that's what's stopping you because you are so attached to that outcome.
0: Interesting. But how do you, how do you, okay, so let's say we, we
1: have to start there to, are you a perfectionist? Do oh. you only want the perfect outcome? And I, I know that that's what stops me a lot of the times. Oh, if I don't make the perfect choice, hmm. and if I don't make the perfect choice and the right choice, and it's not going to turn out like correctly, I'm not going to, maybe I shouldn't do it at all. Uh, and I, I think the less saying. you have of I that, I need everything to be perfect. And the less attached you are to the concept of like making a decision and just releasing it, Mm -hmm. the more choices you will make, the more, um, what's the word, the more risk
0: you will take. And, and if you are a person like me, who's a perfectionist and I'm working on it, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm working on it, Gail. I am. If you're a perfectionist, and let's say I do not, I have I have very good intuition, so I'm tapped into my intuition. Mm-hmm. But let's say I am not, and someone says, "Gail, how do I know that the decision that I'm making, or I'm, I actually know I'm trusting my intuition? What do you think the signs are that I am tapping into my intuition and not into my brain?
1: You won't have a lot of that anxiety, that anxiety it'll level. It'll feel good. It'll feel good.
0: It won't feel like I don't know, yeah. right? Yeah, that's that's part of that. That's what I wanted to that's see. Part of it, the same way. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Because if you if you feel that you should, even if you have the thought for a moment, very quick conscious thought of, yeah, I don't think that's right. I, this doesn't make me feel good. That's your intuition. That's not your brain. Your brain is if I make this, I don't know. Or you're saying, what's my outcome going to be? That's your brain right? That's your your brain. That is Mm -hmm. not your intuition. And your intuition is you got to tap in. Like you got to, that's why I always say it's so good to, if you can just to sit and meditate and connect with yourself, because then you know, your feelings, your, what you feel. My system gets a little shook. Is that a good word? Mm -hmm. Where my nervous system is off when something doesn't feel right. Even when I walk into a room and it, there's something off. I do not want to be there. My nervous system gets, I'm like, we just, I don't want to be here. I need to leave. And something usually happens. I'm not saying like a mass tragedy or anything, but something usually happens. And I'm so glad I left or I didn't go out with those people because the people, I didn't feel good about them. But I, my nervous system felt, it wasn't my brain. It was my nervous system. If you can separate the two. And if you don't know how to separate the two, like you're saying, your body reacts versus just oh, and your then, mind talking,
1: and then your dysregulate your system's dysregulated. So mm-hmm. for something like that, meditation's great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, somatic um, exercises wow. are great. Yes. Breathing and just giving yourself um, some self hugs and hugging yourself and holding your heart is a is wonderful for that. So to that connect. when you to connect with yourself mm-hmm. to. To calm your nervous system down, and so that you come from a place that's not out of anxiety, because yes. that perfectionism and anxiety—I know for me and for people that I've worked with—are mm-hmm. reasons what that keeps them stuck and keeps them in this loop. And then what happens is you start going to other people for either validation mm-hmm. for the decision you made, yes, confirmation that it was okay, or for their opinion on what you should do. Mm -hmm. And if everyone just felt like really good in their body and, you know, you do want to listen to your brain. No, you do. Especially if this is a, especially, well, especially if this is a big business decision, Yes, you want to listen to, you know,
0: you want to be tapped into both. So I know you were saying like, if you feel like you're having anxiety or you feel like you're having something right with someone. For people that don't understand anxiety, right? There are a lot of people that never had anxiety. They don't even understand what that feels like. So I don't, I think there was a really cool way to explain what anxiety was. My brother, my brother gave me this really funny scenario because there's a lot of people that say, I don't, I don't understand that feeling. And he mm-hmm. said, Okay, so let me let me say this. I'm gonna come to you and I'm gonna tell you in 20 minutes, you have no matter what, I am putting you in a room with whatever your fear. So let's say it's spiders or cockroaches or something that you can't stand. I'm going to put you in a dark room with cockroaches for two days, but you have 20 minutes to think about the fact that I'm going to put you in there, but you don't have a choice and you're going in there in 20 minutes. And what happens to your nervous system? Because it's, you're so uncomfortable. Right. And I said, that's Mm -hmm. a great way to explain anxiety because that is what it feels like. Your system is so off because you're, it's not even a nervous, I mean, it's your nervous system, but it's, it's so encompassing in your body, but I always say, like, how do people know? Because I know what you're saying. Like, you have to be able to make decisions, but you want to be able to trust your intuition, which is, again, taking, but you don't want the sabotage. You don't want that that subconscious in the back of your mind taking over instead of your conscious mind, which is you being present in this moment, making that decision. You want the conscious mind. So if you're having, like you're saying, anxiety, or you're having some sort of thing, you still have to be able to trust what you feel. So if you were going to get married, or you were going to make a big life decision, like you were talking about earlier, you're going to make a life decision, you've got to tap into both your brain and your gut, you have to be able to feel as well as think, right? But you want the mm-hmm. conscious thinking, mm-hmm. not the subconscious thinking. I guess that's where I wanted to kind of make that point. Okay. So as a coach, how do you think, or what would be steps? So if somebody has all of these decisions that they need to make, or they need to make a decision between one or two, what do you, what are maybe some steps that you would take to come to an actual resolved conclusion to what that choice is? What do you think those are? Well,
1: first thing is take some action, action versus non-action, because Often okay. we just say, okay, I needed to make that decision a couple of weeks ago and I still haven't done it. So they're stepping you know? back so, in it. So get into it. Yes. Stepping into the stepping into I'm going to make a decision. And maybe you have to give yourself a little deadline. Okay. okay. Over the next 24, 48 hours, I'm going to make the decision to do whatever that decision is. Okay. Love That's that. one thing. Love the other that. thing is to detach yourself from the outcome and, and just remind yourself. I'm going to be okay no matter what is the outcome of this decision and take some of that perfectionism off of it. And then, thirdly, you know, I'm always all about support. Get the right support. If it's a business decision, talk to an expert, you know, whether that's an attorney or an accountant or whoever you need to come in to help you make the right decision. They're not making that
0: decision for you, they're just giving you information. And they and don't then, know you directly enough to know to where you will have to make your own decision. They're just giving you advice. They're just giving you information. Yes. I don't even want to say advice. Okay. You're they're right. Just Giving information. you
1: information. Very good. Gail. I information. In. Right. Yes. And mm-hmm. then lastly, if that self-doubt comes in, go back and look within yourself, regulate your system, your nervous system. So you can calm that anxiety down. For a lot of people, that's breathing exercises, that's somatic work, that is maybe having a massage, getting out into nature, reconnect with yourself, writing, journal writing's great. Reconnect with yourself so you feel you are not leading and making that decision. You're just confident in your decision. Out of fear. Mm -hmm. Yep. Out of fear.
0: You'll be confident. Settle
1: yourself down. If you need to talk to a friend, just say, you know what? I just need to talk. I'm not asking for validation confirmation or this or that,
0: but just trying to talk it out. I need to talk it out. out. I see what you're saying. Okay. I love those. Those are, that's perfect actually. And I think, I think I, I think that's a great way to end this because I think that's exactly what needs to be done when you're trying to make a decision and we all know how difficult that is. And it's just like, don't get, don't get in your own way. Don't avoid it. Make the decision. Take your steps. Like you gave them to move forward and be confident in that decision. No matter what the outcome is. Right. No matter what the outcome is. I love that. That's actually beautiful advice, Gail. I will take that personally that I will take that advice (laughs) 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 and I need to make decisions. (laughs) So, all right. Well then I think we'll leave that here. And I think that was a beautiful way to end this. And we thank you for joining us for another episode of Our Soul Intention. And we do hope that there was a message that you could take away with you today. So please join us next time. Please follow us, like us. And we're really grateful for you being here. So thank you again for joining us and we will see you soon.